before we get into today's episode, it's important to note that these are all my personal views from my perspective. I do not speak on behalf of any organization I am affiliated with. Hello and welcome to Fortifying True Self with Omara. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And we're back again, fortifying you and strengthening you to withstand adversity and to grow into who you already are. Okay, so we're in the professional series. If this is the first time you're joining me, welcome and thank you. Today, I'm going to talk about challenging yourself and the importance of challenging yourself in your career, in your profession, even in your personal life. Challenge yourself at all times. Again, This podcast and these episodes are to try to provide tangible and real examples and steps and tips in order for you to be the best version of you and to grow into who you already are. No one's trying to change you. You are already this person. It's about bringing you back to that person and to let go of all of these things that you've told yourself it's a reality. I call her Cruella, the person that sits on your shoulder and says, no, you're no good, you can't do that, you're rubbish at that. No, excuse me, Cruella. I am fantastic. And I'm trying to give you tips or things to notice, to be aware of, because ultimately when you are aware, you regain control again. So I'm trying to bring, shine a light on things that a lot of people fall into or find themselves doing. And I'm trying to help you with regaining that feeling of fulfillment and achievement and harmony within these ultimately totally opposing lives lives a lot of the time. Your professional life and your personal life tend to be very, very separate normally, and that's usually by design. But anyway, right, challenging yourself. So the reason this is important is really mainly for people that are trying to reach a new level, maybe to change things, maybe to move out of your line of work, maybe you want to change industry altogether, or maybe you even want to set your own business up and you want to get out completely. Reaching whatever the next level for you is, and one of the keys to be able to do that is to get used to being uncomfortable. One of my closest friends said this to me probably about seven, seven, eight years ago. And I didn't even understand. I didn't understand what she meant. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever you say. It meant nothing to me getting used to being uncomfortable. But when you start to feel more peace with yourself and you're less concerned about what everyone else thinks about you in actual fact you're just trying to 
run your own race and beat yourself, this will be something that's very, very important. Growth only happens whilst in a place of discomfort. Sitting in a place of comfort is the best way to reach mediocrity. The middle, average. That's what feeling comfortable all the time does. Now we are all our own people, we will have our own strengths. But we will also have things that we absolutely dread. And never forget one of my first jobs when I was in a graduate scheme. And I refused to refuse completely <laughs> outright just would lie about it. I refused to pick up the phone to talk to someone. Now in today's world, that's Zoom or Teams or, you know, something like that. But in when I first started, there were phones. And it's, I refused to pick one up. I, I, like, this was talking to people in the same company as me, but I, ref, I didn't want to talk to them. If I'd never met them before, in fact, even if I'd met them, I just wouldn't use the phone. And one of my bosses said, look, writing someone an essay of an email, do you think they go, number one, if they don't recognize your name, do you think they're going to read the whole of the essay? And also, I struggled with, with um, regarding my dyslexia, I struggled with getting to the point. So, and, and I, I, there was no um, logic in my writing. I'd be talking about this over here and I'd be talking about that over there. And then by the time the person actually got to the end of the email, they'd be like, wait, okay, what does this person want from me? And that was, that was if, if I was lucky enough for them to get to the end of the email. If I just picked up the phone, I would have then had that interaction that feedback from someone. If they didn't understand what I was saying, they would have gone, mm, hold on, don't get this. Can we go back again? So I realized quite quickly, I was going to need to do things here in this, in this place I found myself. I was gonna have to do things I really didn't wanna do. And I was gonna have to do things that made me feel really uncomfortable. And I hated it, absolutely hated it. A lot of people find themselves in their first um, their first couple of roles, especially if you go into a grad scheme, you tend to end up getting a little bit stuck at a certain level. Um, you Because of course you've been trained to be good at what you're being asked to do. And you will find as you go up in your career, you're not gonna be asked to do the job of the person above you. You have to force your way into that space. And the only way to do that is to challenge yourself and to be doing things that make you feel uncomfortable. A quick and easy way to start this is if you look at whichever level you're trying to get to. So if you're trying to, I don't know, trying to get C-suite. Or if you're trying to get to MD, or you're trying to get to director, associate, whatever level that manager, whatever that is that you're trying to get to, look at the things that they're really good at. Now, sometimes what they're really good at, you are fantastic at too. In which case, you really need to look at yourself and see why are you not progressing. But let's let's just assume 
that that person that sits above you is very, very good at being a strategic thinker or is very, very good at speaking publicly. Speaking publicly is something that a lot of people really, really, really struggle with and sends the fear of God through them. They would rather not do it. They'd rather stay at the level they're at forever if they never have to do public speaking. And that is, that's, that's something a lot of people struggle with and I have a lot of empathy for that. I too don't like public speaking or at least it makes your heart beat and you feel sick like you might pass out. So I get the same adrenaline as anybody else. But I realized that in order for me to go to the next level, I was going to have to start doing those things that gave me a physiological reaction to it. I was so fearful that my body reacted to it. So growth comes from being uncomfortable. I ask you, how will you ever know you're no good at something if you don't try? And then imagine, okay, so make that phone call. I do what I was told to do. I do the thing I really didn't want to do. And the person on the phone then calls my boss afterwards and says, that girl has absolutely no idea what she's talking about. She came across dis um, disjointed. She wasn't clear with her request. I was, I've been, I've been told in my career before that I lacked gravitas. Feedback is key, by the way, you need feedback. Don't take it as a bad thing. They're helping you. They're helping you when they give you feedback. But when I, when I heard, when I've, I've heard multiple things like this and I, I took it so personally, well, my, my work persona was absolutely fine, you know, just nodding along, but I carried, I carried that, that criticism with me for years far too long in actual fact I should have left it alone you know now the time I spent in my career I do not suffer from the same things that I suffered from then yes I still remember the person that said to me 10 years ago I lacked gravitas let it go let it go so challenge yourself how will you know if you don't try if you want to keep doing the job you're doing right now forever, which some people do, so, and, and kudos to you, I'm not, uh, I'm passing no judgment at all. But if you want to progress or change the job that you're doing currently, you're going to have to start obtaining more skills, additional skills and tools for your toolkit. We will continue to always whilst we have consciousness, but we will continue to always have the capability to learn. There was a fantastic uh, teaching I received and they use the analogy, if your hands are full, you're carrying all this stuff with you. And then someone, okay, imagine you're carrying, you got your both hands full of ping pong balls, okay? Now imagine someone tries to put an additional ping pong ball on, onto your hands. Or even, you know, the game where they stuff marshmallows in your mouth. They will, you will reach a capacity. You will reach a point at which there are no, there's no more space for the marshmallows and that extra ping pong ball will make everything fall all over the place. 
And at the very least, that one ping pong ball will just keep falling off. In order to grow, you have to let go of everything you were carrying before. Now, you can keep a couple of remnant things if there are some core pieces that you want to keep carrying with you. If that's your specialism in, I keep saying foreign exchange, but whatever your specialism is, you can keep that bit. But your amazing skills at creating PowerPoint or your amazing skills at doing VBAs on, or macros in whatever it is, drop them, let it go. You will never forget what you already know. You'll just need to be refreshed. But we attach ourselves to these things, okay? So let it go. Drop it. Drop all of it. Okay, now I'm ready. Now I'm ready for the challenge. Bring on the challenge. Okay, put me on the stage. Put me on the stage. Okay, give me the phone. I'm now going to call the person. I'm, I'm petrified. But I know in order to get to the next level, I cannot keep holding on to the skills that got me here. I need to now start growing. I need to now know that I'm going to be uncomfortable. But that is necessary in order for me to get to the next level. When we really look at it, it's fear that holds us back from challenging ourselves most of the time. Am I going to be any good at it? What if I go up on stage and then, you know, I fall over? Or what if I get a frog in my throat and I can't speak? Well, then we'll deal with it when it happens. If it happens. If it happens. There are ways that you can help yourself here. You can do visualization. You can imagine yourself doing something before you actually do it. And that can really help sometimes if you've got something quite big that you're scared of doing. If it's a big meeting that you need to chair or you need to stand up on stage and explain something or even as simple as you need to run through the presentation that you created your boss. But this is the first time you've ever had to do it in front of your peers. You can prepare. You can visualize it. There are ways you can help yourself. But fear is the thing that holds us back with so many things. Try an evidence-based technique. I would always think of the worst case scenario, which would then feed my fear, my feeling of being fearful. Oh no, what if this happens? What if I go up on stage and then I fall off the stage or maybe the microphone doesn't work or maybe, has that? Use this technique. This technique's really helped me. My counselor gave me this. Use evidence. Has that ever happened before? What evidence do you have to make you think that X will happen? And if you find evidence, make sure everything regarding that item you have worked through. If it is, for example, you're presenting your presentation to your peers or, or your bosses, and last time you did it, you messed up, you fluffed up, you didn't know the content well enough. Well, make sure this time you do know the content well enough. You only learn from making mistakes. In actual fact, you learn more from making the mistake than getting it right. Mm -hmm. 
Thanks for joining Fortifying True South with Omara. Have a great day.